Hey guys, welcome to the Suit Up Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Atkins. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, as always, I'd like to get a little bit of the business done on the front end. Uh, thank you again for watching. If this is your first time uh, as a guest, we would really appreciate the like and subscribe to the channel and giving us a little bit of a comment. We've been getting some great feedback and I love hearing where everybody's watching from and, and what you're enjoying about the episodes. And as well, if you would watch all the way to the end, I always have some really important information that I like to share personally. So again, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And I have the great pleasure of introducing one of my great friends I've known for a long, long time, Miss Ashley Jefferson. Yes, hey. How are you doing, sweetheart? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> it's so good to finally have you on the show. Right? <laughs> Schedule's working out. We were able to do it. So you look fantastic. I thank love the you. dress. Thank you. Thank so Very Ashley. Of course, of course. <laughs> So, Miss Ashley, I want you to tell us a little bit about uh, what you do. You can just kind of get highlight. And then, of course, we're going to deep dive into yes. all the good stuff. Oh, so. my gosh. Okay, so I'm very Ashley. I own, I'm Ashley Jefferson. Okay, and I own Very Ashley, which is a woman's boutique for um, women who are the beauty and the boss of their lives. Ooh, and we sell um, occasional pieces and event wear. Um, for, okay. For them. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Now, and we talked on the phone briefly a little bit, and I said, you know, Very Ashley is not the starting point. No. <laughs> not at all. So we're gonna we're gonna back up way back on the entrepreneur journey, and I would love to know a little bit more about how you started on the entrepreneur journey because I know that you probably had several other jobs and were feeling things out. So let's talk a little bit about the journey a little bit. Yeah. Wherever you know, kind of wherever you'd like to start. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Yeah, it's yeah. Like okay, so I was born in. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Um. You know what I would say when I started when I came to Richmond, I came to Richmond in 2015. And at the time, I really didn't like Richmond that much. Oh, let's I, just be honest. Let's about just it. let's just cut straight to the chase. OK, I was like, I don't want to go to that podunky town. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. But um, I'm from Washington, D.C. Let me fast forward real quick to say I love Richmond now. Of so, course. you know, because so she's here because I already know people already right. hating on me already. Right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, 2022, I'm still here. But. I started Very Ashley um, in 2019, but it began as Kareen Hair and Beauty. Um, I was a model in New York through college. Um, I was a journalist, um, and I've written for some pretty amazing people because I'm a writer. And um, But it was through the beauty journaling that I discovered the human hair industry okay. and got really into that. And... Um, and so I was teaching at this time, and this was like, let's say around like 2012. And my uh, accountant at the time said, um, you know, you want to start a business? There's no way that you can start a business um, right now, and you got a mortgage and you got a car. So you're going to have to figure something else out. Like, <laughs> so um, my brother and his wife were here in Richmond, and I was just like, I have an entrepreneurial spirit that's just in me. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, let's leave uh, Washington, D.C. And so I rented my house out and moved down here to Richmond. And um, I had a big head. I thought I knew everything. And I started this um, business, um, Kareen Hair and Beauty, modeling it after somebody else. Sure. And six months was grand opening, grand closing. And that was a really trying time for me. Wow. And so I had to go through a lot to self-correct. Like I really was like scraping the bottom of, um, of life. Um, but I do really believe in walking in your purpose. And when you are in your purpose for real, things will just work out. And when things seem like they're not working out, 
an opportunity will arise. Um, one of my girlfriends said, Ashley, there was a ram in the bush for you. And I was like, that's exactly the truth. So um, ended up finding a job as a waitress and a bartender at Croker Spot Restaurant. And that one place completely changed my life. That wow. one restaurant completely changed my life. I met so many amazing people. And that's when I actually started to fall in love with Richmond. And, um, and it's from, the people. It's really is the people. Oh, my goodness. The people here are amazing. It's hard to leave. I travel a lot, but it's hard to move. Right. Because I have such a solid group of friends here. And now some of these, they're not friends. They're a family, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, let me just stay here. Um, fast forward some time. In 2019, I opened very Ashley and we still sell human hair and very Ashley, you know, but it's a lot more clothes and sure, 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 <laughs> shoes sure. and stuff. So that's amazing. So I, there's so many things that in that story I want to unpack. Ah, let's so, do it. so there was, it wasn't very easy. No. Mm. Number one, mm. but you stayed determined. Yeah. Yeah. I and, did. and one of the things that was really interesting that I think a lot of people may resonate with is that, and I heard you say this and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, you started a business and you tried to emulate it after someone else. Yeah. And it wasn't your drive and your passion. You were basically just trying to carbon copy what somebody else was doing. Yeah. And it maybe it took off, but then it took a nosedive just as fast as it took off. Yeah. What lesson did you learn from that? I learned you got to be, you really have to be true to yourself. So, Okay, so you say I have determination. I don't know if I was determined or if I was just stupid. Like, hey, so it's like it could have been faith. a little bit. Because yes. <laughs> I was thinking to say, yeah, I was just pushing on, and and that was the truth. I knew I didn't want to end. I didn't want my business to die. Now, the hair business, it did kind of die. Let's right, be honest. Right. But um, I, your business is as unique to you as your DNA. And so Ooh, when you y'all write that down. <laughs> and so when you there are certain things, just like a human body, there are certain things that we, we need food, we need water, we need clothing, we need shelter. So there are certain things in the business that you need. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You your basics. Really, yeah, your basics. But then there are other little idiosyncrasies and other little things that just is what work for you just not gonna work for me. So for one thing, just to paint a picture, I am allergic to a lot of nuts. Okay. So if I try to take on a very nut heavy diet, it, it I would be right. You know, it would just kill me. Sure. But for someone else, they can do that and they will look wonderful. That you know, You're right, right, you right, know, right. they so, thrive. Yes. And so when I took my business, so I actually because I had gotten into this um, human hair industry so deep, and and I'm an entrepreneur, I went and um, got a job at this human hair company, this hair extensions company. And what they were doing was renting out office spaces, and they would sell um, the hair out of there, out of the office spaces. So they never had actual, like, big stores. Right. And one day, I got, I found their financials. And I saw that the their um, district in Washington, D.C. area, was doing $25 million in a quarter. <laughs> for said, hair? For human hair. I said, $25 million a so, quarter. So, okay, okay. So if let's you get add real. that up. That you, you saw dollar signs? I saw dollar signs. I said, like, so this is the it. way to do it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, and this is just this area of right. Washington, D.C. area. So it consists of about three stores. And here we go. Okay, so this is what I'm about to do. So I said, I'm just going to move to Richmond because the accountant said, you know, I can't 
I can't live here. So I'm just going to move to Richmond. I'm going to give me a office space. I'm going to start selling right. this here. I mean, listen, honey, grant, <laughs> opening grant closes six months. Right. After that, I was living in the office that I got down at Shackle Bottom. I didn't do research on where I should open office. So um, next thing I know, I'm living in the office. I'd already rented my house out in, in D.C., so I couldn't exactly kick the right, people right, out. Right. I left the job as a teacher. Um, right. I had a car. And next thing you know, BMW wanted their car back. So here I am trying to look, look, outrun. Look. I'm See? telling y'all the real. But it's, but so, it's a journey. <laughs> I, again, so, these are all so many valuable yes. lessons. Because how much of that, and, and we're going to you know backtrack mm-hmm. a little more, but how much of that has influenced how you're doing your business today? Oh my gosh, hundred percent of yeah. it, you know. And so, but I did have that determination. So I had, I did have to lay that. I mean, I, I don't want to say that business died, but it kind of did. It right. kind of did. And so, well, it served its purpose. It for served the time. its purpose. And so, short time. I but. got the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in, in six months, you could lose everything. So I ended up. Um, I did. Not try to lean on my family so much because they were all like, "Why well, you should just stay the teacher, just stay in your house. I mean, for all intents and purposes, right, I had a right. decent life. But there was something inside of me that was like, I got to do this. Like, I have to have my own. So I started working at the Croker Spot, um, met a lot of people there, met a gentleman who became my very good friend. Um, interestingly enough, he became my new accountant and he was with me for years. He had a hair business as well. He said, well, let's merge our businesses together. And so that was my first ram in the bush. And in 2016, I moved to Richmond in 2015. In 2016, he and I flew to India. He said, let's do this properly. Wow. And let's figure out how to establish a business for our DNA and not for whatever we were doing before. And so that was great. Still took a lot of time to get that up off the ground. Um, But I would say in less than six months, I guess maybe maybe let's say in a six months um, from grand opening, grand closing <laughs> six months after that. I mean, I, I was doing good. The car was paid off. Like I was, sure. I was, you know, I had a place to live, but I was grinding. Like I was at the bottom of the ground, really yes. grinding hard. And so that grit, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, if you're a real entrepreneur, you got grit inside of you that Amen, you cannot you explain. And you have to go through some of those times. And you times. have to go through some of those times. I, I think a lot of times that entrepreneurs, you know, we try to give advice as well to try to help uh, others to maybe not go over some of the same stumbling blocks that yeah. we do. Yeah. But there's t- there's times where you're just going to have to go through some of those tough experiences. Oh, for real. Oh, for and real. And you're going to have to learn it on your own. Oh, for real. So that when you come out on the other side, you're yeah. like, mm. You're like, you know, yeah, you got to fall off the bike a couple times. And there and there were some sometimes, you know, I'm falling off a little bicycle that I'm pedaling on. And other times I'm falling off a motorcycle thinking and I'm doing good. And then the motorcycle good. falls on top of it. Right? <laughs> yes, I'm like, help me, Lord. <laughs> and so that was pandemic. So if we yeah. fast forward a little bit. So by now I got the, I got very Ashley up and running. We're in um, Stony Point Fashion Park. I was comfortable going there because it's a beautiful mall here in Richmond, Virginia. It's right next to Saks Fifth Avenue. The mall is you know, it's coming back now, but at the time I moved there in 2019, we opened July 8th of 2019. I mean, there were stores leaving. Retail was already suffering, but I had already been through the struggle, so I knew what I needed to do. The mall dynamic was changing. Yeah, it really was. And so that was kind of a... Hey, let's open a new store. Let's open a new store. Like, what are you doing? You know, (laughs) did you do any research? (laughs) In, Um, In your mind at that time, were you thinking, here we go again? In my mind, I was thinking, here we go again, but I was thinking, here we go again, but smarter. There you go. And I, because um, I already self-corrected. Life was good. It was another time when life was good. I was in a great relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, we were discussing marriage at the time and, you know, I, I, I speak of him very fondly, even though we're not together anymore. He 100% believed in me. And, yeah. you know, of well, course, having a having a, the, a the great nucleus part. of people around you yeah. that believe in you, I'm sure he did. And even to this day, you know, he still really believes me. He's still very supportive, you know. Sure. But at the time, um, you know, it was it was still a risk because, you know, he was like, actually, you can stay home. You don't have to do this. But there was something inside of me that's like, I can't get away from to, it. Yeah, can't I can't get away from it. So. I need to have this business, and so um, when um, when very when the space came open, I was like, I want to. At first, it was just it was going to be the hair store, but it was so big. Yeah. So I have three thousand square feet. It's really big. I'm like, this is not. And then where I was, I'm right next to Saks Fifth Avenue. I'm across from Tiffany's. And that's a, you know, high end, high end. And I was like, I don't want to just put some hair extensions <laughs> up in here. <laughs> so let me try to do something a little better than that. More bougie it up. Love more bougie. <laughs> you know. Right, right. And, and I did. And we started off slow. Um, we started to get a little bit of traction. But then, you know, pandemic hit. And that was tough. And here I am again, feeling like I'm back at rock bottom. But I had already been grinding, so I knew what it was. Thank and I'm you. like, this is what we got to do when we grind. And this is, I would say this, I might have had a little bit to, of of protection for a rainy day in business, but baby, that pandemic pulled the rug out of everybody. Oh, it did, 100%. And so it was It like, showed everybody what they're really made of and whether or not they're going to make it or not. Yeah. Especially in the retail setting. Especially in the retail setting. And so even the people that I would have typically leaned on, mm -hmm. they weren't there because they had no rug either. Yeah. I will say this, though, and I'm sure people are going to hate me saying this, <laughs> but that pandemic, although it was, it was a time of death and destruction, it really was. But for entrepreneurship, it was one of the most beautiful times. And I will explain to you why, because that was the time when we could be the most creative. And I'm, I looked at restaurant owners who had subscription memberships to their restaurant. I had never seen anything like that before, but an entrepreneur, you are born that way. And that, and, and creating businesses and creating systems, those are the paintbrushes and the businesses, the canvas. And I saw so many people in this city anyway, that were just creating anything to keep their business alive. I was one of them. You were. So there's- You really were. You're, you're really on it. I don't think there's anything that I don't uh, agree with. I mean, everything you said I agree with wholeheartedly because it did allow the creative juices to flow. Yes, yes. It allowed time for you to self-reflect. It allowed time for you to really yes. like look inside and say, what am I passionate about? What do I really want to put my efforts into? Because if I don't, it's just going to fall by the wayside. Yeah. And it really did kind of separate. I said it separated men from the boys and the girls from the ladies. It did. And, you know, it the cream rise to the top. What was meant for evil? turned around being for good for good so and i'm with you i yeah that was a really interesting time so um so you know back on the bottom back grinding right then um but one thing i will say is my customer base they really supported me through that and 
I, I, I knew for a fact I did not want Very Ashy to close, especially not after my first business to shut right, down. Right, right. And so <laughs> that was more determination. <laughs> like, I don't care what I have to do. Mm-mm. This is not going. It was away. not going away. And then you know, in the pandemic, my relationship ended, so I wasn't able to really lean on that in the same way that I probably would have normally. So I didn't have that um, security. So now I am on my own. I moved into a new apartment. Um, for me, the government funds didn't really kick in for me. Like I did get a PPP loan. I was only approved for three thousand dollars. Now I don't know. <laughs> Some of these people that was off a whole year on that, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, what is this gonna do? Right, like right, you know, right. you got payroll, you got so much stuff. I'm like, what is this gonna do? So now I had to really ask for help. I'm. You know, because I did not want this business to die. So any any personal maintenance, that went out the window. So my nails getting done, that wasn't going to happen. My car broke down. Oh, my goodness. I had to take that little BMW that I had to fight to get from right from the repo man. <laughs> I had to take that BMW to CarMax. And this is a whole story on its own. I had to coast that sucker to CarMax because I did not have a transmission. And I I did coast it there. And luckily, my ex, he cared about me enough. He said, we will coast it together. I will ride behind you to make sure that you get it there. Right. And but every time we stopped the car, the car would stop. It would shut down. And there was no way to accelerate. It was so bad. <laughs> I didn't have a reverse. But I was able somehow I got it to the CarMax and they put me through the ringer because they knew my car didn't have they knew something was wrong with it cuz I could barely get it through, <laughs> through the right, gate to get right. there. But because they could only do a um they say we have to do a touch-free appraisal due to the pandemic. Right. right. They weren't able to drive it. And so they had to just run it through the computer from what they could see. And they gave me $4,500 for that car with no transmission. I couldn't put it in reverse. It was so bad. Like, the story is longer than what I'm saying right now. But when I tell you I took that $4,500 and could have done a lot with it, I threw it right in my business. I threw that right in the business. I'm like, you invested in yourself. I did. That's amazing. And and very actually, I was like, this is this business is not going to die. And so after that, for a year, I'm driving around a 2001 Mercury Grand Marquis. It's like it's right, right, right. <laughs> this big, huge sofa of a car. Right. It was not sexy at all. It was not very Ashley, but I had a goal in mind. My business isn't going to die. Every I hope everybody's single... catching this story. It's yeah. it's the journey. You it's realize journey. that we see the end result, how things oh, are Oh, my God. And everything's put together. Fast forward right. now. But, but look at wonderful. what we had to go through. Yeah, seriously. You know, in order to get there. Seriously. The determination the the car breaking down, you know, dealing with losing everything. I mean, entrepreneurs yeah. at time, and I don't think this is for all of them, but a majority of them, we go through that season where we could lose everything, everything, but we can rebuild it back again. Yeah, yeah. We have that grit and determination of knowing that okay, I, I what did I do wrong the previous time? So now I know what to do again. And and if you are passionate about what you're doing, as if even Ashley's saying about. I was determined I'm not going to let this die. I'm not going to let yeah. this go away. I'm going to figure out a way. I'm going to sell my car. I'm going to take the funds. I'm going to invest That's it back right. into my business That's because right. this business is going to make it. Make it. It is going to make it. Yeah. And and so, you know, did that. Finally got that got that together. And that carried me a while. Yeah. You know, I was able to get some inventory in the store because, I mean, you know, there were times when I didn't have any inventory. So, you know, how can you make money if you don't have anything to sell? You know, course, so it's just it was it was just a lot. It was it was a lot of a struggle. But finally, finally, that was 2021. Finally, 2022. 
the best year ever. Best see, best life ever. It's paying off. It's really is it paying, is paying off. off. And I will tell you something, Stephen. I would do it again. Of course. Come that, on, girl. That's what I'm I would do it again. I look back and I'm like, <laughs> many times where I've lost everything and had to rebuild, I'm like, ooh, those experiences. <laughs> yes. And that, like, you know, I, I get, you know, school and book learning is great. But yeah. there is nothing like experiential knowledge. Nothing. nothing. Street smarts. Yeah. Right. Yes. And and what you can pick up, and then what you learn along the way, and then when you see a fellow entrepreneur going through the same thing, you're like, that's right. I got you, girl. I yes. know what you're going through. Yes. I understand. Oh, right. Yes. And that yes. that's an immediate connection that yes. you have with those. Uh, and we we really you know we're able to support one another, lift up one another. So let's talk. You know that that takes me to the another mm-hmm. uh, another point I want to make. How did your relationship building skills oh my goodness developed during all of this time because what's relationships mean to you come on relationships mean everything because that's all i had you know i didn't i didn't have money so i'm like how can i convince someone to believe in me to Mm. help me over so now yes i can pay people what they're worth at the but then i didn't have anything of course so yeah i'm really going on my word i'm going on okay if you do this for me like the barter system there was a lot of prayer involved, and I'm not even that spiritual, but I'm like, look, I, something got to help me out. Please, Jesus, you know? So, um, and you helped with that, too, because you introduced me to church, so that was really nice. To your church, that was really nice. I wish, it was just, it, there was, a, I didn't have anything. Relationship building is so important. Networking is so important. Yes. But I think the thing with networking, I just said that word, but I really hate that word. Because I feel like in business, it's like you're using people. Right. And I, and right, I don't right, like right. that. But for me, it's not relationship building. It's really relationships. Like I really care about people. Yeah. Like I like if something were to happen to you, I would I really care about that. Sure. You know. Like and likewise. yeah, and it's like and same with a, a lot of other people. Um, and then also when you're going through hard times, when you're building those relationships, I think that the people that you really build those relationships with, um, they they don't make fun of you you know they don't look at you crazy they're not like whispering behind your back they're just like okay it's a hard time i'm here to help her over if she needs over this hump and then we'll celebrate when she gets to the end but when you're networking with people they will it's very surface it's extremely surface yes like this is not cool and you and i've had this talk too about being careful of who you surround yourself with yeah who you you know cast all of the good stuff on you know be careful who you share good news with because depending on how they receive it and reciprocate uh there's you really learn a lot about who really is a true friend absolutely Who's a true colleague? Who's just an acquaintance? Absolutely. Right? And especially when the heat gets turned up. I I feel like that's such an opportune time for relationship building. I know that may seem odd that in the worst of times is the best time to be developing relationships. It is. It is. Because what would you have done if you didn't have those relationships? And I don't, I probably would not have survived. Exactly. But, but, you know, if I think about it like that, but I did have faith, so I knew I was going to survive. Yeah. Now, now how I was going to look when I got across. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't know that part. It, so, okay, good point. Did it look the way you thought it would on the It looks side? better over here. I feel I feel so much better now. Now, I mean, I'm traveling at least once a month, going to get clothes. Like, at one point, I couldn't get any inventory in the store. I would um, try to purchase inventory online. It would come to me, and it would be disastrous it would be things i can't sell but now you know at least once a month i'm flying somewhere to buy things that's more than what i've had prayed for you know i have a solid group of customers and clients who who really come to purchase for me i have a great team 
my, a great team. And then what what else I'm working on now, just to throw something in the future, is um, fashion and philanthropy. So I guess we kind of met during Fashion Week. Yeah, we did. And that was amazing. And I really you've you've seen my journey from yes. the start all the way yes. up through now. So we've known each other for for a very uh, very, a long, very time. long time. And yeah. honestly, and Fashion Week is kind of where very actually started too. Like the since we began, uh, we opened in July. Uh, July of 2019, and then in that October was the first Fashion Week that we did. So we've been doing Fashion Week ever since we've been open, and that really helped us out. In Fashion Week, I mean RBA Fashion Week, which is very well run, I think. Um, but this is the first season I'm not really doing Fashion Week, right. only because we're kind of pivoting and doing other things. Yeah. But one of those things is the um, fashion and philanthropy events is what Barry Ashley is doing now, and that's helping other people become fashion designers, um, become fashion entrepreneurs and just kind of taking the philanthropic portion, raising money. Right now we've been aligning ourselves pretty strongly with the Metropolitan Business League's Youth Entrepreneurship Program, a great organization that also really kicked in to help very Ashley when we were kind of low. And now that we're on the swing of things, um, we're giving back to them because a great nonprofit. But as we go through the process of our establishing our own fund, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, we align ourselves with nonprofits. That has been amazing to try to connect with those people. Where did this passion come from? I think it was always in there. Okay. It was always in there. Again, I was a teacher, you know, I taught high school, so I love to teach and to share my knowledge. Right. Um, and to give back is always in, in me. Um, and I do love fashion. I love entrepreneurship. So you were like, how can I merge them all together? All together. And then it was like all the little fires that were burning. I, I needed to kind of bring them together. And so the last portion of that is the fashion and philanthropy. Now, there is um, a magazine. You know, we we kind of jumping all over the place. Of course. And you fine. were in the magazine. Too, right, right. Yeah, you know, I did. Style. I appreciate um, that. We're coming back out again and Good. in October. Um, in alignment with the Metropolitan Business League's um, Women Who Mean Business Summit. And so that's kind of a big deal also. And But this issue is the fashion and philanthropy issue. Right. We're highlighting fashionable people who are also very philanthropic here in Richmond, Virginia. I say all of that to say there's just so many little fires in me that needed to be that I needed to acknowledge, I needed to address, and those yes. were my purposes. Yes, yes, yes. And I really feel like you have to walk in your purpose. And when you do, that's when your success will come. And so for much of my life, I wasn't walking in my purpose. I was walking in what I thought was purpose for me. And that was that, that, that's why I didn't succeed. Mm. That's why I always failed. Great day in the morning. So there's so many times I've heard that where, you know, you're doing things that you think you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And they don't work out. They don't work out. And you're wondering, they just, well, why? Well, why didn't it work out? And then now on this side, you're seeing what your true yeah. purpose is. Yes. And you're, yes. you're putting efforts towards it. Now, that had to be on the, the back burner for a while. It did. It did. Until you got yourself in a position Absolutely. to be able to do it. Now you're in that position. Yes. And you're aligning, you know, your business, the magazine, the things that you're involved with, all are kind of pointing towards this. And they're all, all of these work together. Yeah. All of these are working together. Do you feel like that this is going to be, uh, you know, a full-time purpose-driven once you get it to a position to be able to do this? Like, would that be your main passion, you believe? Um, I kind of do. Okay. I think, you know, once the, so very, actually have one store right now, we're on the hunt for our second location. Yeah. And so once I think to get the foundation, yeah, get that foundation. Right. Um, my team where we are at Stony Point is amazing. Um, the online is doing pretty good now. 
Um, but I still feel like I need have more locations. So I do right. want that to, and not just in Virginia, but definitely up and down the East Coast. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> once that is fully, fully, you know, formed, then I can focus more on, um, you know, the fashion and philanthropy thing. But but what's interesting is we've been doing several events through the lens of fashion and philanthropy, and people really appreciate it. And, and I think that that's something that will always be there. It will never really go away. Right. And so whether I'm spearheading that on my own or, you know, I don't, I don't feel like it, you know, it will outweigh one or the other. Sure. Um, the magazine, though, so I did part, I worked with, so from the Kroger spot, let me take it back to the Kroger spot real quick. A gentleman came in and um, wanted to interview me for his magazine. Yeah. And fast forward some time, um, I ended up working with him at, at the magazine, um, at the publishing company. And then in 2019, I purchased the magazine, River City Magazine. I remember. Uh, from yeah. that company. And that was very lucrative. It was almost $100,000. We did $98,000 that year. And so, you know, I know what success looks like. And it looked really good then. Um, but it was a lot of work because that wasn't, again, that wasn't my purpose. Um, so <clears throat> 2019, the magazine... I mean, it, it, it suffered great, right, you know, right, right, right. And publishing it, was horrible. Again, it's you see, the, you see the correlation down. of like you can yeah. do things and you think it's what you're supposed to be doing yeah. and then it kind of just naturally kind of dies out because I it's mean, not on the same wavelength. It's not on the same wavelength. You got to get it on the same and wavelength. So I had to be. And so that's a whole nother story, but I was, it, it died. It really did. And so, you know, I had to get used to losing you know, <laughs> so my because I don't have children, so my I equate my businesses as my children. Of course, I can understand. And that. so I have. I'm tired of my kids dying. <laughs> they were dying. Like you know what? I'm, like, I'm not a good parent. <laughs> uh, which is why very actually, I'm like this very actually is not gonna die. We are staying alive, you know. <laughs> and so, but um, yeah, you know the. The magazine dies, but it, it was resurrected right, again. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. and but this under time, your under purpose. more purpose, yes. my purpose, yes. and my purpose is definitely fashion and business entrepreneurship. And and what's crazy is um, River City before that wasn't what it was. It was really like fun things to do in Richmond, Virginia, city proper for for white men it was marketed to white men who live out in Midlothian and right right right, right, so, right. I mean I'm not a white man you know <laughs> it was a different I'm like I don't know I can't right. relate to right, these right, right, right. so I'm like let me just make it be for the people I know so the fashionable people we are between um 30 and 60 my age range is kind of kind of wide but we are go-getters we are women who are the beauty and the boss of our lives now let me highlight that and th that's what very ashy is that's what fashion and philanthropy is yes and that's what VA style is. And so, yes, we talk about popping things all up through through the city, but we talk about fashion and we talk about um, how to business, how to, how how to, to make money, babe. how to be a boss babe. Yeah. And then and 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 obviously we highlight men as well, but because women love men, you know. But <laughs> but from the voice of the magazine had of to course. reflect mine. Of course. And so now that has been amazing shift. So that so now the magazine is doing very well, and we publish when we want. Yeah. And so some people are like, oh, you need to get back to, we were publishing bi-monthly. Now we publish when we want. We're doing very well with that. I love it. Um, I love and it. everything is all in the purpose now. And it's really good. It's becoming more clear. Yes. And when it finally, and I love that you're saying that 
you know, you love them like your children. Uh, yeah. These these had to die off to be brought back yeah. to your purpose. So yeah. you didn't lose. You actually no. won. I did. I actually won. But you had to do it in a different way. <laughs> yeah. You know, just you couldn't take the the candy with the same wrapper on it. You had exactly. to put a different wrapper on exactly. it, right? Exactly. And and I said this before our show. I said, you don't know what you can bring to the table until someone sees you at another table. Yeah, baby. That right? is so true. It's, it's one of those things that sometimes I've got to go and fall, fall flat on my face, fail at everything that I'm doing, and then turn around and rebuild it. But when I rebuild it, building it into your purpose. So I want, right. I want the audience to hear that, that even if you're doing something and you're failing at it. That's true. Because Lisa and I, my wife Lisa and I had a, a great uh, podcast on failure and the things that you go through and when you're dealing with failure. So you could be putting all of your efforts and time into something, That's and it's not gaining any traction. Not it's not all. going anywhere. You're, you're self-doubting yourself, like, is it me? Mm-hmm. It's probably because you're not doing it within your purpose. Right. You're just doing it to do, or you're emulating what someone else did. Else is doing. And it's not working out. And then you're going through the self-doubt. And then you lose it, and you're like, now I have nothing. Where do I go from here? Was it important for what you were, this is a great question for you, Ashley, during this time, when you were going through those struggles and going through those heartaches and things are dying off and you're, you're, you're rebuilding. Excited to bring one of our sponsors to you today, Two Roads Had Company. Two Roads Had Company has been an amazing company to work with. It is one of the companies that Silver Fox Squad uses, and we call it the perfect brim. They have a great versatility of looks in straw and in felt I absolutely love Two Roads. It's a small business, which we love to promote, and it's made here in America. So this is a great opportunity for you to go to tworoadshatscompany.com and pick up one of your new perfect brims. How important was it to what you were listening to, what you were reading, mm-hmm. and who you were you know, around? Oh, that's really important. That's well, let's talk really about important. it. Okay. Let's talk about it. Because, you know, your mind will absorb everything like a sponge. And then <clears throat> and in your quiet times, maybe something that you saw on YouTube or something that you saw on TikTok or whatever will start to se- come back in and seem like that's real. But that's not your reality, you know. And then a lot of times, I mean, I, some people say, oh, you know, you did this so fast. So fast. <laughs> Right, you have no idea, <laughs> right? Overnight success that took ten, 10 years. Ten years, literally. Amen. So that was, that's another thing. So, but it really does matter. And anyway, I had to get, I had to grind, honey. Like, so there was cut the social media off. For me, though, in retail, you would still see me online because that helps me sell clothes. So you, you know, you but it. it needed to be social media for work. I don't have cable. I still don't have cable TV. Right. Nothing, so no, no shame in that. Just, you're, you're actually putting your time and efforts into things that are more it, valuable. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. And I'm I, with so you. for me, just say really quickly, I, again, in building relationships, my relationships are so important and they're so invaluable, so valuable to me, just as much as, as gold, as money or whatever. So I would rather not have cable that money I would take a girlfriend to dinner because that relationship mm. is just so much more valuable than whatever I'm going to see on that TV. speaks volumes and so yeah so I'm like okay or if there's somebody who needs something maybe I shouldn't say this but somebody needs something I'm like okay I got I, could, I would rather not buy these pair of Giuseppe's I love Giuseppe's and take that money and help one of my girls out there you go or somebody else so because that relationship because it will come back 
100 percent 100 percent of the time and um so not that we're doing it to get something in yeah, return yeah not you know but, but it's just the way that it works yes you give out like that yeah you that will receive positive you energy it yeah. really does um and it's investing you know so definitely cutting that off cutting the the music you know i listen to a lot of chill lo-fi hip-hop right, right, chill right. beats right, right. <laughs> like, again there's a time that's what i'm saying what yeah. you're absorbing what you're listening to mm -hmm. what you're reading what you're surrounding your mind with absolutely because you're at a, were you at a vulnerable spot i was at a vulnerable spot i mean what's worse than vulnerable exactly. you know and so now what's really important there are certain things that i do not compromise on so oh, i need the non-compromise here we go i need my coffee <laughs> and, my, <laughs> and my quiet times in the morning. Okay. And those are my meditation times in the morning. Yeah. And those are the times that I'm really sitting and just allowing God or yeah, yeah, universe to download on me. Like this is who Ashley is. These are my, these are my concerns and these are the answers to my concerns. I have a prayer jar. So I'll write on my prayer jar, my concerns, put it in the jar. And then periodically I'll go back and the prayers get answered now, you know? So, but that routine I do in the morning, I will not compromise my mornings. I am a morning person, so it's okay for me to get up at like five, 6 a.m. Sure. Um, but I need- You need that quiet. I need that time. And I'm also going out a lot, you know? Like I, I will go out if it is a relationship building situation, but if I'm just mm -mm. going Come out on just now. to be uh, no, turning not, up, no. I cannot do Don't that. See, we realize the importance of our time. Yeah. And the importance of the relationship. Yeah. And we realize that uh, before me to put any, here's the thing. I've worked so hard to achieve what I've done. And I'm, and I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for like entrepreneurs in general, even for yourself. We've done so much to accomplish what we've, and we've gone through so much pain, struggle, like grit, determination, lost everything, rebuilt, lost everything, rebuilt, that we realize what truly is important. And I'm not saying we have it all figured out, but you do get through enough experiential knowledge that I want to develop relationships. That's right. I want to put my time and efforts to things that actually matter. I don't need to go to the clubs. I don't need That's to go and spend, you know, where it's nothing but surface. No, that's, that's right. not, I'm not interested in that. So those are non, those are non-negotiables, non right? And I love that. So you've got morning time, you've got things where you go out and it's relationship building. That's right. Any others? Yeah. Others are my, my travel. I know I need to get away. <laughs> I need to get away. <laughs> you just need so, different scenery. You got it. I need different scenery right. that helps to inspire yes. me. Yes. One thing I do love about Richmond is the airport. Everybody hate me when I say that. Why you like the airport? I like the so airport easy. because it's so easy. Oh my gosh. You can just Girlfriend, go in. Let me tell you what? I show, up, <laughs> I show up and I'm like, I get there like maybe 35 minutes. Yes. Breeze right on breeze through security. Right through. And I'm still sitting with like 10 minutes waiting for the Wait plane. Time. And everybody tells me like, what? I'm like we're having to get two and a half hours beforehand. I'm like, hey, seriously. And you can park across the street. Seriously. Like the parking lot is literally across the street. Yes. I, I tell you park what, through. it will, for me, I'm like Richmond Airport because I, I travel a lot now. You do. And the ease of it all. And I know we're, you know, this is silly because we're talking about our airport, but it's just one of those things that being Richmond hub that we can easily get in and get out. in and out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I love Can you it. imagine doing that in like Houston or Miami you or New cannot, York? Oh my, so Miami, uh, Atlanta airport. All, I mean, I have right. like an anxiety attack. <laughs> Um, I hate LAX. They have no lounges. So I, I go straight to a lounge. I'm straight to a lounge right, when right, I get right. in the airport. Because you need some time. Because I need, need time. time. And and then when it's too much going on. Right. And if I have to take a bus to a train from the train to my plane, 
it's too much. <laughs> and so I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. It so, spoils us a little bit. It, do, it, yes. it does. I'm, so, I'm very thankful because it makes it easy. Now granted. It's easy getting out, but man, coming back, depending on where you are. It's crazy. Like, man, and, I appreciate And it. if you have, like me, I definitely have my global entry and my, you know, my go to Have you gotten CSA. clear yet? Have you got- I have clear, baby. Oh, man, I have I clear. clear. So that helps me in the bigger airports because yeah. I don't know if we have clear here. We don't. But we, don't we do have it. pre-check. We, we have pre-checks. So I just bruised threes through. Yeah. But um, you're right. We don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> if we were any faster, we would just walk out, walk onto the plane. We're out of here. <laughs> you're right. But is this private jet? But the planes is? definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. planes do um, kind of give me some anxiety. So with all that being said, right. I. I manage my anxieties now. If I know that this is going to trigger me, we're not even going to do that. I don't even have to have that experience anymore. And so, yes, I do like Richmond, Virginia, because it is a, it is a big little town. It's a great way to put it. It's a great way to network yeah. with people. I can, I'm can i going to New York this weekend. I can go in, do my thing, and leave. I'm not overly stimulated sure. all the time. Sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Especially in New York. Yeah. yeah. Be careful. I, I'm very similar in that aspect. Like, let's just get what I need to get done. Get done. And, and, and get back, on back because okay. the overstimulation would be it's just, too much. It's too much. And I, I lived in New York for 10 years when I went to school. Lord I went bless to you. Fordham University. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I said, I don't have to live like this. Yeah. And, and I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Also, that when I'm walking in my purpose, I have nothing to prove to anybody else. Ooh. I'm just proving it to myself. Mm. This is my purpose. This is my journey. Yes. So my journey didn't didn't allow me to stay in New York, and that's okay because I don't. I, I'm sorry to say I don't want to spend five thousand dollars a month and have a roommate. Right. That is not what I want to do. I don't it's care if I can you do it. I just don't want to do that. That's exactly. not the lifestyle. So I come over here in Richmond. I live very well here. Um, I'm from Washington D.C. That's only two hour drive from from Richmond. That's fine. If my family needs me, I'm on the next, you know, I'm, right. I can drive up there quickly. Or we can right hop on the train. Or we can hop there. on the train. Very easy. Be there easily. I'm cool with that. So, but my travel means a lot and, um, and managing my acknowledging and addressing and respecting mm. my anxieties um, also so non-negotiable. These are, these are fantastic because you've come to these realizations over time and you're like, these are non-negotiables yeah. because you know, we're at the age now where we're like, I've got to have yeah. some, some foundational things that I live with yeah. that make my life a little bit easier, more enjoyable. Yeah. And, and, you know, we are mature enough and financially well off enough that we can make some of these decisions. Absolutely. These are non-negotiables. So we create our lives around these non-negotiables. I think that is paramount in an entrepreneur journey. Yes. We have to be, because being entrepreneurs, we could be pulled in so many different directions That's true. at so many different times That's true. that if we don't, we could lose ourselves again. That's true. Right. And lastly, don't date losers. <laughs> don't well, date losers. Ladies. I am fortunate that I am married to you a You are winner, married. Yes. To a wonderful woman, oh, Lisa. Yeah. Right? Lisa's amazing. Oh, that, well, I'm biased. Yes. She is very No, amazing. no. She really, she really is. Like, yeah. even, I know you're supposed to say that because that's what a husband is supposed to do, but she really is amazing, though. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You, and her and Ashley are just like really two cool. peas in the pod, right? Yeah, right. Like exactly. She's really yeah. cool. She's so sweet. You guys, she actually called me when I was in, in LA. And she just just to be just, just to, to be sweet, hi. just to say hi. I love it. And I'm like, girl, I want to call you back so bad, but I got like 50 million 50, things. Right, right, like right. I'm in the middle of my thing. So much going on. Yeah. But I had to I had to um, touch base with her when yeah, I got yeah, back. Yeah. I'm like, she is just so amazing, <laughs> so sweet. She really is. I, I'm married up. I love that. I love that. But nevertheless, nevertheless. <laughs> so one of the uh, you know I heard a couple of times that you say, and this is something that I would love to get you know more of your take on, uh, is how important you know faith is within your oh, life. Yeah. And, and, you know, we can do but so much. 
We can give it all of our efforts, but we get to that point where it stops and we've got to give it over to, you know, to the Lord. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. give us a little bit of a backstory, you know, on your faith journey and how, how that is kept you solid and how that has gotten you through all of these things. Because, you know, those journeys sometimes can be so rough that could you imagine going through it without faith and without the Lord? Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. It would so, have been trash. Yeah. So as much as you would like to share, yeah. you know, that you would feel comfortable with, I'd love to hear your take on it. I, I am a very spiritual person. I definitely am a woman of faith. Now, I, I will, let me just say this. I don't know the answers. I know that there is a God and I believe that Jesus was here and I think he's my homie and all, but there are a lot of questions that I have. And don't so we all? In my, yeah. And so in my uh, walk of spirituality, I I'll say, you know, I do lean towards Christianity because that's where I was raised. And my father's a pastor. Okay. Um, my mom's the first lady. We have a very small church, but with small churches, um, the grass is cut low because you can always see the snake. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. See, my wife and her are so similar because she's a PK, comes from mm -hmm. a PK as a preacher's kid, yeah. and small church. You know, small it was church. like fifty people, forty yeah. people. So yeah. they 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 have a lot of similarities, a lot of, a lot of backstories. You're like, girl, I I remember that, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't easy to hide a lot of a lot of sins or whatever. Of so, course, of course. But we went through. Um, you know, I would say I was a little spiritually sheltered, you know, uh -huh. um, as I get older and get out into the world, I start developing my own thoughts and things. But I do lean on Christianity a lot, yeah. but I still have a lot of questions. So I don't have the answers when people ask me all this. Oh, right, do you right, believe right, right. this? What's right? What's wrong? I don't I don't have those answers. But I'm what, with you. But what I do know is that there is definitely something else up there. And our goal is to align the God with us, with the God up there. And yeah. I, and I, well, I'll say that I do believe in the Holy Spirit. Right. I, I feel right. like we all have God in us. And that is the whole thing of walking in your purpose is aligning what it was meant, the God in you. Uh, what is the God in you meant to do? Yeah. And so how do you align the God in you with the God in the, in the universe? And it took me a long time to figure that out. And it also took me a long time to realize that I don't have to have the answers. Come so on, if some Bible story doesn't make sense to me. It's okay. It's okay. I don't it's have okay. to have the answers. Nope. And I don't even need to be the judge or jury of what is right and what's wrong. So what you do for you, that is your relationship with God. That's for you to worry about that. It had nothing to do with me. I'm in my life and in my journey in this lifetime, I'm responsible for aligning the God in me with the God above and making sure that they connect and that they make sense with each other. That's really where I am. So yes, some days I am going into church because I got to figure that out. And a lot, and I will tell you this, I don't go into church just when things are wrong. Sometimes it's just, I just need to be up in there, right. you know, right, I just right, need right. that connection. Of course. Um, but then, I mean, and you know, we are spiritual beings are spiritual and we beings. need to be connected to yeah. the higher spirit. I get yes. that. And we don't have to, know all the answers. There's a lot of things yeah. that I don't understand. Yeah. However, I do realize that I do want to walk in my God-given purpose. Purpose, yes. And the more that I do that, the more opportunities and doors, as we say, they just swing open because when you're walking in your purpose and you're doing what you should be yeah. doing, things naturally come and there's an yeah. order to things. We know yes. that. 
And I love the fact that, you know, we don't have to worry about judging others. We don't have to worry about others' lifestyles. We don't have right. to worry about having all the answers. I'm responsible for my life, which yes. gets into that whole personal responsibility, which I'm yeah. a huge advocate of. Personal responsibility. Yes. Let's worry about me, myself, and I, not in that I don't care about others. Worry about how am I living my life? That's right. How am I treating others? Yeah. How are my relationship skills? That's why I want to talk a lot about relationships because God designed us to be relational. He yes. wants us to be with people yes. and to interact with one another and how we treat one another and the attitude in which we bring, walking in our purpose. It all comes together, it right? Does. There's it it's you can't deny that it doesn't all come together. That's so that it's very that's why I was wanted to share that I wanted you to share about your faith journey because everybody's is a little bit different. Everybody has different backstories. Some good, some bad. Yeah. Some come from you know a more uh, disciplined, harder lifestyle, and then they get out into the real world, and then they're like, "This is what the world's all about." Right. And then they they're rethinking how they're feeling about things and exploring things and coming to realizations and understanding. But we're all seeking our purpose, and we're right. knowing that where our purpose comes from. And we're trying to align ourselves That's right. with that purpose. That's right. And so me in that in that journey of aligning myself with my purpose, and I think I have, it definitely is a spiritual journey. Yeah. It really is. But you feel better about yourself Absolutely. when you're in it. Absolutely. There, there is a defined Absolutely. difference. And I'm sure you can speak to this. Mm -hmm. There's a defined difference when you're going without it. Yeah. And then when you hit the switch and you're in it, yeah. how you feel. And I think that's typically when I run to church. It's when I feel like, okay, I don't know if, if I'm in my purpose right now. So I need to kind of stimulate the God in me and make sure it's connecting with the God above. And that's what I do. And then also my meditation times in the morning. Naturally. But, you know, however it works for you, you know. Of course, of course. That's what it, but that. Each but, individual has their own yeah, spiritual church journey. works for me because yeah. I was born, you know, you know, I was born <laughs> of course. So that's where it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. That's great. So, you know, with, with entrepreneurship journey, and faith journey. You know, let's talk now. I love to get into the fashion aspect. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ha have you, I, I guess the best way I can say this is, is your personal style. I'd love to know how you define it and how has your style changed over the years? Yeah, honey, because when I'm grinding, I don't have any style, and that's so bad. It's like, oh, no, you're no, no, supposed no. to be the fashion queen, the, but you come out here with I'm jeans a, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> It's not that you don't have style. You have the style for the moment that you're in. There you go. Look, let me tell you what. When I'm in grinding style, I might be wearing a pair of like cut off uh, jean shorts and a, and a t-shirt that's kind of ripped up because I'm in the midst of what I'm doing. That's right. Is in, I'm grinding on something. Either that's I was right. like building, you know, building an addition on a house, or we were doing this kind of thing, or whatever. So, oh no, I, I don't think it's that you don't have style. It's just based on where you're where at, you're and at and what you're yeah, doing. Because true. when it's time to cut the lights on. On, oh baby, you I'm can shine. get that, see? <laughs> So if you didn't have style, you wouldn't be able to do that. That's true. Come on now. Um, so, so I mean, I I think my style is very feminine. I do okay. like feminine style, but modern feminine. Um, and yeah, I guess that's how I would. And a, a little bit of urban, you okay. know. So if you could throw mix all that up there together, um, I do think my style is accessible. And even when I sell from very Ashley I want people to be able to feel like they can get there and so some brands are you know might be a little bit high mm. you mean I don't your know luxury exactly brands? how I can say that the luxury yeah, brands? We, yeah well some stores I feel like might can at the end of the day 
just talking about very ashy and not comparing myself i really like to keep my store we have a lot of high low items so we have items in there that you can get like we do have some shoes in there that are like 100 bucks then we have bags in there that are four hundred dollars sure. you know so i i want it to be accessible oh and i've seen some luxury like, brands in there let's not be yeah shy. they do we do have you got some, some, you got some bougie in luxury brands in there <laughs> so you know but i, I definitely want to be accessible and say okay the the, the normal yeah. modern woman of course. can get of course. stuff so i wear a lot of high low pieces so yeah. again i keep giuseppe is clearly my favorite shoe brand so i keep touching my <laughs> you don't shoes. say you don't say but so these shoes might be them but then the dress from very ashley yeah uh, I mean, it's like a hundred bucks. So, right, right. You know. It's very, it's you know, for the modern woman that's accessible. Um, do you feel like, and I've wanted to ask you this question: Do you feel like Barry Ashley is kind of like your own personal closet? Like you wear everything? In oh, it, it de most definitely is. It yeah. most, uh, yes. I so wear. you can cater your store based upon your taste Absolutely. and your style. I would. It's almost like you know, if I had a men's store, I would have everything in there. And be like, yep, I would wear all of this. Absolutely. I would love to wear all of it. Absolutely. The only thing that so a lot of women who uh, shop with me also have corporate jobs. Okay. So we do have a little bit of stuff in there for women that still have to go to the office and that are in C-level positions. Sure. So some of some of the things might not have, um, you know, they might be a little bit more traditional for that. And that might not be something you'll see me in every day because... If you needed to, you would still but do it. it. But it, if I needed to, I would still do it. Yeah. I got you. So I that's probably you. the only thing you're like, actually, I don't see you or that. I was like, well, because, you know... <laughs> it's not my life anymore. It's not my life anymore, yeah. Right. But right. other than that... Every single thing that is in Barry Ashley, I most definitely wear. Yeah. Oh, it is my closet for she's, sure. She's the walk-in runway. Yeah. Speaking of runways, like, yes. oh, oh, the fashion shows, the Very Ashley Angels. Oh, yes. On, girl, oh, my gosh. Can we, we're, we get, we're, we're getting into our time here, but I want to okay. talk a little bit more about how you're doing, you know, the store, fashion shows, the, the you know, talk a little bit about so, the angels, how that all started. Yes. I know you told me what your thoughts were. So uh, here we go. Very, this is a great story, guys. Great story. So very Ashley, I mean, we're developing like this ecosystem of style for boss women. And I wanted to make fashion be accessible and very inclusive. And I, I wanted to use the best models here in Richmond. I wanted to produce my own fashion shows. And so I Love did a, um, a model call for the Very Ashley Angels, and he was one of the judges. <laughs> and I think we picked some of the absolute best models that Richmond has to offer. But they are of all sizes, and they are of all ages. Inclusion and, and diversity. I mean, and they're gorgeous, and they're really doing their thing. And what's so amazing is that a lot of those women are really boss women. Like which they, is even better. Which is even better. They're right. just not, you know, pretty faces. Like they really own businesses. We have singers. We have real actresses and um, like people that are really doing things. Um, they own their own business. They're just superstars. And that's the one thing I love about Very Ashley. Very Ashley is a collection of superstars. Like the women who come in shot with me are superstar boss women. And I love it. They they really inspire me. And they'll say, oh, Ashley, you inspire me. I'm like, okay, right. but you inspire me. Like after our talking with you like we'll be in the fitting room and i'm talking to them hearing their story and i'm i just leave so filled right you know and just so inspired but those angels um do that so we do put on a lot of the fashion shows um that you know very yeah. ashley sponsors I'm i love so it happy about i that. love it yeah. well and also too you know you're it's like kind attracting like kind absolutely so uh, honestly to your you know to your uh, uh benefit you are getting the clientele that is a reflection of who you are 
Yeah. So that's a that's a testament because you are bringing in boss babes because you yourself are a boss. I'm babe. a boss babe, and you've paved that way and built that foundation. And you know, we know it wasn't easy. It wasn't, but I love them so so much, and I lo- I love them so much. One because they still come to very Ashley to support me, but also they're they're doing things nationally. Like very Ashley, like I, I mentioned Richmond a lot in this, but you know, a year from now when we come back and do this again, very Ashley is gonna be national. You I know, love it. so it's like, and that's the br- the plan. But one thing before I go before we end the the angel segment is um, a couple of Wednesdays ago I had the very Ashley Angel appreciation. Uh, happy hour. I love it. And it was so great at the tobacco company and all the girls that got their wings and they got necklaces that were um, sponsored by uh, Diamonds Concepts and Stony Point Fashion Park, which is another relationship. And that gentleman allowed me to come in and design these necklaces, these angel wings to give to my girls. There were 20 of them. And I just, you know, but it solidifies. It solidifies relationships, team building, all of that, all of that. And so that was just a beautiful thing. Those angels mean a lot to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's really, really cool. I love to see how that is kind of you know been developed and and turned Mm -hmm. into this, you know. And and the fashion shows are fantastic. Uh, and I do take a little side credit on, you know, some of the selections <laughs> of the people. She had, I loved Ashley when she said, these are my standards. This is what I want. No yes. holes barred. Yes. And I was like, Ooh, okay. So we get, these are, this is going to have to check these boxes. And, and sure enough, some didn't make it, you know, well, the thought they maybe would have, but yeah, they just well, didn't meet the no, criteria. Sorry. So if you were a very Ashley angel, you're doing quite well. You're doing, doing well. Quite and well. we're moving on a national level. And it takes me back to when I was modeling back in 06, 05, 06, when I was in school, when I was in university. I mean, that was it. The casting director said, this is what it is. If you don't meet these standards. Right. And I'm like, okay. But yeah. when you see the product, you understand, you respect what Absolutely. It, it shows that you're separating yourself from That's the rest right. of the pack. Okay. I absolutely love that. Did I not tell you that we would fly through this? You did. Yes. Yeah, it is, oh, my goodness. It has gone by extremely quick. <laughs> but before we wrap up, I always like to do a couple of fun things at the end. Um, first of all, I'd love for Ashley to tell our audience, you know, where they can find her and all the details will naturally will put, you know, within the caption of the episode. So go right ahead. So I am Ashley Jefferson and you can find Very Ashley, my boutique on shopveryashley.com and shopveryashley on all social media. All platforms. the social medias. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's great. Now we get to have a little fun. Yes. These are the these are the fun little rapid fire questions that I always like to do at the Let's end. Um, nothing too serious, but you know, it's one of those things where I love for you to. It'll make you think for a second. So, what is one thing that you own that you probably should throw it out, but probably never will? <laughs> She's laughing. It's gonna be a good one. Oh my! God. I was gonna say my dog, but I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Well, I'm not gonna say that. She goes, that oh, little man. thing. I love her to death. Oh, Ooh, I love she it. messed everything up now. I'm like, girl, we got to get this what together. What day you should probably that you own that you yeah I, should but, throw away. I, no, yeah, no, no. Right. I'm not gonna throw her away. That's no. my baby. Even though she right, right, right. Got some gastrointestinal issues right now. She was like, <laughs> like, it's like a hurricane coming. I through. woke up this morning like I should, <laughs> girl. You got one more time, girl. So, but no, something that I should probably should like should throw away, but you won't. I got a pair of shoes that are I bought from Target, and they are filthy, but they are so comfortable, <laughs> and I wear them proudly. But they are filthy, but I, they are so comfortable. So, I just cannot have a pair of shoes. I that, can't mean it, and I threw hey. them in the washing machine. They still didn't get clean. <laughs> I just 
fucking hack. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So we have, she did say dog first. Yeah, but, but no, I, I'm I keeping know, my I, dog. I love my dog. Right, right, right. She love loved it. She baby. just initially, she was like, mm, it's because of the trouble she's putting her through. That's, yeah. that's all it is. Yes. That's all it is. All right. So the last one is, if I were to talk to your friends and colleagues, and I being one of them, and ask them what your superpowers mm. are, what would they say? That's so funny you asked that question, because I actually asked that question myself on Facebook um, a couple years ago. I said, if y'all, if, what would my superpower be if you, you know, and I heard a lot of people said determination. Come on. And I'm like, wow, I guess I really am determined. When I'm doing it, I don't think about it. But they said determination, um, encourage, encouraging. Yeah. And um, I, I definitely do value collaboration over competition and it seemed like people understood that, that i love to collaborate yes. and just have my strength mesh with your strength i love that those are those are unbelievable characteristics and superpowers yeah. so i love that so it's determination yeah. an encourager and collaboration yeah. over competition yeah that's some really really good stuff well, darling, I've really enjoyed having you on the show yes, today. I'm happy it, to be it was here. a lot of fun. I knew it would fly by. I'm like, we could probably do a whole another hour. Hour, I know. Right? Pick it up. So <laughs> we, we may circle back around again and have you back on the show. For but sure. uh, again, thanks guys so much for joining us today on the Suit Up Podcast. Uh, appreciate you watching all the way through. Be sure to find uh, Miss Ashley on all of her social medias and her wonderful store, uh, Very Ashley. That even if you're not in the Richmond area, yes. it's online. You can shop from anywhere. And so it's really, really wonderful people pieces there that I personally have seen and even throughout the fashion shows and the ever-changing inventory. It's always fresh and very, very top end. So again, thanks again for joining us and we will see you again next time. All right, guys, today's show was sponsored by my very own company, uh, Fox Edge Grooming Products. So we have a whole line of men's grooming products that I personally use and personally helped kind of formulate and come up with the idea and concept. We use all natural ingredients, and believe you me, the whole line smells fantastic. I love it. Uh, anybody that ever smelled it says, wow, this stuff smells great. So if you want to get your own Fox Edge hair care or beard line products, you can go to my website, which is www.stevenadkins.us, and of course, the link will be in the description below. So looking forward to seeing you guys with the Fox Edge. Appreciate you watching all the way till the end today. And thanks again for being a part of the Suit Up podcast. So we have a new way of support here at Suit Up with Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe in different tiers to support the show. The great news is that there's each has a different tier. And within that tier, there are different levels of access that you will have to myself. But all will support the show in a major way. So one of the tiers may be access to questions or interaction. Another tier may be an opportunity where you could submit photos or get some wardrobe advice. And even another tier, we may even be able to set up a personal Zoom call where you and I interact for 15, 20, 30 minutes. So these would be great ways that allows access to get some of those questions and some of the things that you'd like done answered. Now, naturally, if you can't support monetarily, we totally understand, but you can always subscribe for free and like and share our video with the, your friends and audience that you feel would enjoy watching Suit Up. So thanks again for joining.